Think on your feet for our Fast and Curious 5K, a -a one-of-a-kind race hosted by WBEZ and the Chicago Sun-Times on Saturday, July 27th at Humboldt Park. More info and early bird registration at wbez.org slash events. I know no one wants to hear this, but guess what? COVID-19, it's back. This is Reset. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. That's right. Well, it never went away, but we are experiencing a bit of a wave, according to the CDC. Hospitalizations are up since January and cases are on the rise. So to get the latest updates, we checked in with Dr. Mia Teramina, infectious disease specialist with Dooley Health and Care. Last week, people on our team started to notice more people in their lives coming down with COVID. And we were wondering what was going on. So we asked Dr. Teramina to explain. You know, we've seen this over the last four summers. This is now our fourth COVID summer that we're mucking through here. Now, make no mistake, this looks nothing like last summer, but we are seeing some case counts come up. Um, I think there's been a lot of summer travel, a lot of summer gatherings. And the interesting part is, is people are getting sick just with whatever common cold symptoms, maybe even a little flu-like symptoms, nausea, vomiting, diarrhea. And it's not even on their radar to think, could this possibly be COVID? And when they have eventually do check. Uh, if they do check, they're surprised to be like, my goodness, this is this is COVID. I couldn't believe it. Um, so we're seeing a lot of that. A lot of people that are just, eh, I got a little something and not realizing that, yeah, we're, we're seeing these COVID numbers come up and what your little something is could absolutely be a little summer COVID uh, yeah. illness that, that you're experiencing. Well, you know, a lot of people thought we were past this. As you said, it doesn't compare to, to last summer. It's nothing like it. Uh, how does this compare with previous waves, though, and spikes that we you've seen through this this pandemic you know to put things in context we have had month over month over month you know uh, pandemic record lows in case counts uh you know all of 2023 essentially since the winter months have waned away and then we got into the spring and summer um so seeing this uptick what we're seeing is hospitalizations across the nation numbering in the six to seven thousand hospitalizations a week and for perspective last year at this time in july we were over forty thousand hospitalizations per week and even that felt so much better than the year before. So these are very, very, very low compared to what we've seen in the previous years during the summer surges, where we had times where the majority of our inpatients that we were seeing as infection doctors had COVID. It's not at all what we're seeing right now. So what are the precautions that you're recommending for, for healthy folks to take at this point? And then also talk about people who are immunocompromised. Yeah, so we have the bivalent COVID booster vaccines that have been around now almost a year because they came out last fall. And the uptake wasn't great, especially with a lot of folks that are just tired of getting shot after shot after shot. So for most people, typically healthy folks, we only have about 17% of the population that even took that bivalent vaccine. As we approach the fall, we're going to have a different formulation to the fall booster, so to speak, for COVID that's actually going to specifically target what's going around right now. So think of it like the flu shot. Every year, the flu shot formula changes just slightly to match what is predicted to be the widespread circulating strains of flu. Same deal with this COVID booster. So if you've had enough of COVID boosters and maybe haven't got one for the last year or so since the last one came out, this fall is going to be time to get one again. And, and probably for most people, healthy, 
elderly, immune suppressed or not, it's going to be sort of an annual thing for the majority of people unless mm. there's some sort of variant that uh, requires us to get vaccinated sooner. But for most of us, that's going to be our best protection is eyeballing that fall vaccine. Yeah. To your earlier point, I, I remember you were kind enough to provide some facts for the recent newsletter last week, uh, which folks can sign up for the newsletter at WBEZ.org slash Reset News. You told our digital engagement producer, quote, an undercount or underestimate of COVID cases has been an underlying reality throughout the pandemic for various reasons. So how well is Illinois tracking COVID these days, doctor? So if we talk about all these people that we know are getting sick or having mild symptoms and aren't testing, we're never going to be able to quantify those numbers uh, to, to get an actual number. Early on in the pandemic, we couldn't have access to testing, so we know we were undercounting. And then throughout the pandemic, there was uh, arguments that we were testing people that had no symptoms and testing in excess and numbers were inflated. So here we are on the back end where we do have access to testing, we do have access to home testing, but sort of our best measure is going to be what's done on the public health level, which is wastewater testing. So we don't necessarily need all the population who's getting ill to test in order to record a number, we can tell on wastewater samples when we see trends coming up and more detectable COVID virus in communities based on these samples that are tested by public health departments. So the most important thing is if you're not feeling good, stay home. I mean, that's kind of a basic public health thing you can do is if you're not feeling well, lay low, let your body recover. And chances are when you're feeling better with whatever you have, you're going to be less contagious when you do get back out there again. Yeah. And I know folks are using it a lot for air pollution reasons these days, but would you say an N95 or KN95 mask is necessary right now, given this wave? Um, certainly, if you have uh, vulnerabilities where you're immunocompromised or elderly, you're going to be in enclosed spaces with large crowds, and you have those vulnerabilities, it is never unreasonable to mask. Um, I think once we hit the fall and we have more indoor gatherings and we have more folks that are going to be getting COVID, maybe not getting their boosters when they should be, and we're going to see that natural uptick in cases, we will see some masking coming back. It's It's been very different to walk into a hospital or healthcare setting over the last several months right. for the first time and see no masks on healthcare providers. But myself included, uh, watching what's going on in the community, which right now in the Chicagoland area, we still are very, very low transmission. Um, those masks are likely going to come back for a lot of us healthcare providers out of an abundance of caution this fall. So how long do we expect this wave to last, doctor? Are we at the beginning, in the middle? Well, we're probably on the beginning-ish, but I don't know if these waves are going to last as long as they have in the past. We're, you know, the last couple of weeks, I would say the last three weeks, we've definitely seen a, an ability to track an uptick kind of nationwide, more so in the southeast, probably the least of the areas is the Midwest at this point. But we have to watch and see what this does over the next few weeks. Of course, that's going to put us into the school year. And anytime we start to get a bunch of people gathering in enclosed spaces like, you know, schools, I think we're going to have some back to school stuff that goes around. 
But you can easily argue that prior to COVID being a thing, back to school often meant some back to school colds and illnesses for our kids Mm -hmm. historically. So I think we're going to see some more of that. And that's going to keep this number probably at a low drone. We'll see a natural rise in the fall um, with our, our fall viral season. But I don't expect any type of dramatic surge. All of the variants we're seeing right now are, are sub-variants of Omicron. So we haven't uh-huh. drifted so much from Omicron that we've never seen these viruses before. So this is another Omicron subvariant. They're all XBB variants, which are, you know, kind of down the line from Omicron. And XBB15 is one of the more virulent strains that's being specifically targeted by Pfizer, Moderna, and Novavax with their September vaccine that's coming out as a single-strain vaccine protection against what's the dominant strain right now. What percentage of Illinois residents have the latest booster? And and Not if they enough. have yeah, <laughs> and if they haven't gotten it, I mean is it too late or for it to be effective? No. That's a great question. Uh, there will be some protection. There's some protection from every vaccine that we've received, and there's some protection, of course, from natural immunity and recovering from COVID itself. Nationwide, we're looking at about a 17% uptake in vaccines with uh, those over age 65, less than half. Um, not even half of those over 65 have gotten that bivalent booster. Mm, wow. There are still folks walking around that have never received a single COVID vaccine. And for some that might be reconsidered, considering maybe I will consider getting one this year, you don't have to start this series over. It's not that you have to get the three shots and then a booster and then a booster to that booster. If you've never received a single COVID vaccine, just get the bivalent booster one dose right now. And then we'll talk again this fall about getting that extra booster, which will cover the XBB strain. And then you'll be as set as the majority of us moving forward into the fall. Yeah, I mean, I I believe I'm up to date on, on boosters. I think it was like a year ago that I, I got it. Is there another one coming? There is. So for people that received the bivalent booster last fall, for most healthy people, those under 65, those who are not immune suppressed, that was our last shot. Um, we did have the okay so a couple months ago to go ahead and give an additional dose of bivalent booster to those who are most vulnerable. So there are people who have gotten two of the bivalent booster doses. But the messaging we gave to folks that elected to get that bivalent dose this summer as a booster is they will still need one this fall because what's going to be given this fall after September is going to specifically target what is the dominant strain right now. I see. Well, before we wrap, I I do have to know if, if there's any chance that we'll see another serious COVID spike like we did during those very dark times of the pandemic. Or is it safe to say we're beyond that at this point? I think most of us would say that we will likely see less virulent strains of COVID moving forward, where we won't see such dramatic attack rates and such dramatic illness, because the majority of us have all had some exposure to vaccine and almost everybody's had COVID at some point. So we have these antibodies, they recognize the COVID virus. And that should lead to less dramatic surges and less dramatic impact. Can never say never, but I don't foresee what we saw in the last few years happening in the near future. Love the idea of you leaving us on some uh, with some good news there, doctor. That is Dr. Mia Teramina from Dooley Health and Care, breaking down the latest on the COVID wave that we are experiencing right now in our area. Thank you so much. Good to chat with you again. Thanks again.
This conversation was produced and edited by Daniel Tucker and Micah Yason. If you enjoy conversations like this, don't forget to subscribe to our podcast. That's it for Reset. I'm Sasha Ann Simons, and I'll catch you guys later. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR.